We're hooked up in turn two and still showing the green flag on the front stretch. Welcome back into the front stretch. Doing uh, some live interviews at Quaker Steak and Lube. I'm Dan Taylor. That is Dirk Houston next to me. And joining us at the table is your 2020 Shelby County Speedway Hobby Stock Track Champion, Chuck Men Jr., joining us on the show. And do you usually go by the junior or do you dr- get to drop that off? Oh, I usually try to sign up for junior. There's still people that confuse my dad and I a yeah. little bit. So. And I, I assume. Do they card uh, him? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, they don't card him. We just went out for his 60th birthday this weekend, and he didn't get carded. He didn't anywhere. get carded at all? Did he buy? <laughs> no, no, yeah. he didn't. He doesn't no, buy on the no. birthday, right? No, no. We still make my dad buy when we take him out for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new one. I'm going to do that next year. Uh, tell me a little bit about the family history before we get into Shelby County. Obviously, you and your brother uh, race quite a bit. Get to see you around uh, southwest Iowa, and you make it over into uh, Nebraska racetracks a little bit. But talk a little bit about how you got into it and, uh, and your exposure into the sport. Well, I mean, I've been exposed my whole life. My dad raced from when, I mean, as much as I can remember. I mean, he started racing when I was a baby, and uh, I remember a lot of late nights over in Audubon, Crawford County Speedway, Harlan. I mean, we raced. They raced two nights a week all summer long, and, yeah, it's just all we knew growing up. Now, what size track did he race on at Crawford? He ran on the big track. He never raced the new track. What so was there he was racing? Was he running late models, hobbies? He mods? ran. What was he running? He ran hobby stocks, pro-ams, and uh, IMCA stock cars when they first, they kind of changed them after they took down the outlaw hobby and went to the IMCA stock car. That was in in the mid-90s. Was he still racing when you started racing, or had he retired since? He quit in 97 98 and he kind of tinkered around with the two-man cruiser when they started doing those with a a friend that my grandpa owned a shop in avoca and they built a few two-man cruisers to kind of play around with as a shop and my dad would race them every once in a while and and then you know i was 13 and i was as tall as the guy that was the one of the main helpers and they're like hey get in there with him over at audubon <laughs> so they turned me loose in a two-man cruiser running the gas for my first all i got to do they had the gas on one side and the rest on the other and they're like just get in there and hold her to the floor i was like all right so i did <laughs> i didn't know any better so now I, i've obviously never got to see the two-man cruisers so is it gas pedal gas and brake on your side and then the steering wheels on the other no the steering wheel and brake were in the stock location and you move the gas pedal over to the uh, passenger okay. side all the way over. All the way over. The, the driver the couldn't door, touch so it. The driver couldn't just put his foot across the tunnel. Oh, you know, because <laughs> you know there was somebody that did that. Yeah, I yeah I don't know. You I couldn't mean, have reached it in our cars. Yeah, but uh, that had to have been a little bit uh, interesting to try out for the first time. Yeah, that was fun. And then they turned me loose when I was fourteen. With they built a car. They're worried about getting claimed, so they built a car and it sat there. And when I was. 14 they're like all right cheers yeah and just told everybody i was 16 and away i went <laughs> how many times did you get to race with your dad before just that once or a couple well, of times we went to cruiser nationals every year and uh my dad went with me out there and ran the gas for me out there and the first night did not it was a two-night deal the first night didn't go well it, it was about halfway through the first feature of the night he smacked me in the head oh. and He's like, drive this thing, stupid. <laughs> I could hear him yelling at me, you know, and so That's I kind of wised up. But I got a, the cruisers, I had a lot of fun. I got a race with my grandpa. I got a race with my brother. I got a race with my dad, a couple good friends over the years. It was 
it was a fun experience. Now, Two cru- guys got to have fun. Cruiser Nationals, was that the race in Kansas? It was in Beatrice. Beatrice, okay. Yep. They had it in weekend in October every year, and there'd be 100, 150 cruisers out there, and it was... Wow. Well, they're huge in Kansas. Man, yeah. they still run them everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I race them from, you know, off and on from 99, and then I started in 99, and then I demolition der- did demolition derbies, too, quite a bit back then, but... We're talking with Chuck Madden, who is your, once again, your 2020 track champion at Shelby County Speedway. So we've talked a little bit about your early history. Talk a little bit about getting into the hobby stock and uh, and how your season went. This year was probably one of my better years. I started racing hobby stocks in 2005. Typical rookie season. Never, I didn't get a win my first year, but I had some tech area finishes. And we'd race I-80 in Harlan pretty much weekly and... And then uh, I qualified for Super Nationals my rookie year, and that was pretty cool, even though I got lapped. But it was still a good experience to make. And well, that had to be exciting, too, your rookie season, and you're in the Boone <laughs> Super Nationals? Yeah, it was interesting. We went up there and got in on Monday night and was like, man, this is easy. <laughs> it was almost too good to be true. <laughs> that was a fun year, too. Yeah. Then they uh, all, that's funny. This is easy. Yeah. We'll come back next year, too. Yeah. Then it took me like four years after that to get back in. That wasn't Something so changed. easy. But. Yeah. Uh, beginner's luck, I guess. Yeah. You got to have luck in racing. I got to watch your race uh, quite a bit at, uh, at Crawford County Speedway the first few years that I was there and uh, loved watching those battles with you and your brother and, and Jason Cole and Jason Fusselman. And yep. sometimes they were spirited battles, sometimes they were heated battles, but uh, still fun to watch. Yeah, you. You race against guys every week. You're going to have nights where you, I mean, you're going to get into each other. I, I never really enjoyed running people over, uh, but I do enjoy driving, getting every ounce out of the equipment I got. That's, uh, I was taught that when I was young, and I mean, you work hard on them and race them hard. Yeah. So. You building your own cars, or I mean, family built cars, or are you running somebody's stuff? Uh, Clay Christian's built our cars for the last, now probably five or six years i had a terminator for a while and my first car was an scs so we've had a few different kind of cars and so yeah they're we helped with clay building them and it's a fun experience you kind of understand what it takes and how much it costs i can't imagine you're the kind of guy that lets the crew work on the car you're you're probably <laughs> crew crew chief and driver we got a couple guys <laughs> that are really good help uh eric and gabe they help a lot throughout the year, and we don't really let too many people. I got a brother-in-law that helps a lot, and Dad just kind of sets back now and Enjoys. makes fun of makes fun of all the stuff we do because that wasn't <laughs> the way he did it when yeah. he raced. Yeah. So I always love those conversations because there's, you know, especially if you've got a legendary dad as a driver, and it's hard to ignore what he says because he's obviously won several times, but at some point in time, the kid's got to say, "Hold on, I'm the driver." Things have changed. We're going to do it my way for a while. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, Dad, it's not the 90s anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're going. Well, the crate engine and the hobby stocks, they've changed a lot since when he raced a hobby stock. They were outlaw motors and big tires, and we got all these rules we got to go by, and mm-hmm. they just got to enjoy big motors and big tires. What do you guys run, a big two-barrel on those crate motors now, or...? Yeah, we run a stock GM Rochester two-barrel we have to run. 
That's what you got to run on the crate motors? It yep. used to be on the, the claimer motors. Yep, the same carb on both. Really? Yep. Okay. Yep. Because so. I know when they were experimenting, they were talking about putting like a 500 CFM two-barrel or something on those claimer motors, but I haven't done much with INCA since 2011, so. Right, yeah. Nope, you run the same. I've ran Oat Motor and Crate and the Hobby, and I run the same carburetors. Well, uh, good year at, at Shelby County Speedway. Seven races is what you guys were able to get in down there for the Hobby Stock class. Made all seven features, seven top fives, seven top tens, and picked up three wins on the year. Uh, good showing there, I would say. Yeah, yeah, we had a good year. We had an awesome year everywhere we went. I built a new car at the beginning of the year, and and it really, it was fast out of the box. I mean, didn't really do anything too crazy to it that we normally don't do. But, yeah, we had nine wins all year, and uh, I think I had 23 top fives out of 26 wow. starts. So, I mean, it was a pretty good year. Was it easier or harder to win the championship this year with the reduced races? I would assume you had to be on your game because if you had one bad night, you didn't have, you know, your normal 12, 14 races in the season to make up for a bad night. Right. Um, I We always go on a family vacation every year, and the Silver Dollar Nationals falled on it. This year we kind of planned it around it. So I didn't miss a night like I normally do, so... A lot of years, we just, we never race for points. We just race, you know, we're going to be missing this night. And this year, it fell perfect. And I said, well, I guess this is as good a chance as I'm going to get to try to race for a track title. And kind of talked it over with the wife. And we made it work. And I knew it was going to be tough with Fuzzy there every week. And, I mean, it was it was a pretty good battle. I mean, we yeah. were tied going into the last <laughs> night. So <laughs> One point difference. Yeah. One point yeah. Talk me talk me through that final night. That You'd have spun him if you had to, wouldn't you? <laughs> I don't know. No, probably not. But I you just where you know, wherever you go, you just know he's gonna be there and then you you worry about who else would show up that wasn't in it, you know, that could get between you and I think the biggest thing about it was is the the weekend before I drove extremely hard like the last three laps just to get third and to keep it tied. Mm-hmm. I knew if it went down to a tiebreaker, I had him on wins. I was like, I, all we got to do is tie. And then they did a normal night. We started right by each other like usual. And I, I don't know, I got up to second right away and was just fortunate enough to, I had a really good race with Alex Stapleton that night actually for the win. And I once with three or four laps to go, I was, mine was clear. I was just racing for the win at that time. And so, I mean, it was it was a stressful deal trying for it. How many cars are they getting a night up there this season? We probably got, oh, probably, I don't, I think we averaged 13 cars. So no B features? No. Two, three no. heats and a feature? No, we have a couple heats and a feature. Okay. I mean, other than that, here's your regular 10, 11 cars. Yeah. Uh, also went out to the Tiny Lund and was able to pick up that win. Uh, you finished, looks like, uh, second in your heat race, started outside pole for the feature, able to pick up the win. And, again, that was one of those great spirited battles because it's <laughs> it seems like Shelby County Speedway and, and I-80 are kind of similar to the fact where it is really, really hard to pass in the hobby stocks. Yeah. Yeah, you get out front and you can get the – it's hard when these tracks get locked down and they'll – it seems like in a hobby they can get kind of a one-line one deal. And, I mean, it's a – got to be really aggressive to get it. You know, and it's nice. It's also nice drawing good at those specials. You got a 
breathe a little bit of a sigh of relief. We're like, okay, outside pole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, at least I can go into the first corner as hard as I want. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is, is it better to start inside or outside for that? Because you've already got the high line. Because that's generally where that groove is for you guys. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of nights I'd rather start second row just so I don't overshoot the first corner. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, pull up Brad Kozlowski yeah. at, at the Charlotte Roval. <laughs> yeah, you never know what's gonna happen. All right, so once again, three wins on the year at Shelby County Speedway. Picked up the track championship by one point over Jason Fusselman, who ended up retiring after the uh, the tiny Lund. He uh, blew an engine and said, you know what, that's it, I'm done. It kind of sucks. Uh, it was fun racing against Fuzzy over the years, and we've had some good battles over the years, and I'm sure he'll, I don't know. Yeah, do you think he hasn't he's got actually going to retire? Suit, so. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I mean, that's always my question whenever I hear somebody say, ah, that's it, I'm done. And I'm like, well, let's wait and see. I'm yeah. going to say if somebody says, hey, drive my car, he'll be in it. Yeah. So. Well, if he came over and bought all his equipment, then he's probably not retired. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about 2021. What are your uh, your plans for a uh, for the 2021 race season? Well, we uh, decided to move up to stock car this year. I don't know what kind of. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, when did you bump your head? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, you go from racing with cheap tires and put new tires on the car weekly to don't even know what to do with them now. So yeah. I kind of watched the brother at Sport Mod last year, and I hot-lapped his Sport Mod, and, yeah, that was that ruined me. I was like, wow, <laughs> there is something that actually it drives nice, yeah. and you have brakes. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it reacts. It turns when yeah. you want it to. And yeah. So, yeah. So, it, you're going stock car racing for 2021. Where are you planning on racing weekly? We'll probably race Denison and Harlan and maybe some Stewart. I don't know if we're going to get too crazy. I got a daughter that's pretty active in softball now, and so we'll try to get as many nights as we can. She's not pining behind to be behind the wheel? <laughs> no, not yet. They like it, but <laughs> we just I had another addition. I had a son here in November, and so. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting summer. How old's your daughter then? She's eight. Okay. So she's. So just is, kinda... was there any kids between that, or is yep, there going to be that yep. big of an age gap? I got eight, one eight, five, and a newborn. Wow. So, well, yeah. Newborn October is pretty good. That's a nice tax write-off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't get our stimulus check yeah. until we get our taxes back, um, if we get one. Yeah, if you get one. <laughs> Chuck Madden Jr. joining us on the show. Make sure to thank some of them great sponsors that are helping you keep the uh, 2X up and down the road. I thank uh, Eagles Landing in Avoca, Shelby Vet Clinic, The Hair Factory, Crone Farms, Primerica, Jared Pop, Polly Jones, Funeral Home, Kessel Construction, Tom O'Neill Trucking, Clark's Electric. I could see that funeral home sponsorship. If you die in the race car, we'll bury you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> he's a super nice guy. That was that kind of fell together in a fun way and it's kinda of nice how it's fun to have him on board. He's <laughs> he he has a couple slogans that I can't say over the mic, but <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we're over we're on podcast now. You don't have to worry about the FCC censoring us. <laughs> but go ahead. No, Run them out there. It should be a it should be a fun year in the stock car class. Good. Really good competition. I've always said, you know, you race to be the best, you got to race against the best, and we're going to race against the best two nights a week. So, Are you going to try the Nebraska Dirt Crown? I don't know for sure Yeah, We really, the car's ready to get wrapped already. I bought one turnkey. I bought Keith Knopp out, so. Oh, okay. Uh, well, that's good equipment. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Keith's got good stuff. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really want to move up, but I had a guy that wanted to buy the car, and I figured it was a, 
you know, an opportunity. And you, my dad always says everything's for sale. So right. So yeah, it'll be it'll be around here. The car will be around. He'll be racing around here too. So. Chuck Madden Jr. joining us on the show. It's great to finally have you on the show. It's been yeah. far too long. Yep, yep. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I uh, can't wait to talk to you at the end of the season for another track championship. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna <laughs> really, if I'll be glad to come over that if I get it. So. Yeah. Well, you, well. Got, you know the pressure's on to make the Boone Super Nationals your rookie year at your stock car. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> We'll have to go first. Just if ask, there's uh, a chance of rain, I'm not going. Just ask Mike Nichols. It's easy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he had the Dale Earnhardt effect. Up yeah, it yeah, took yeah, him, yeah. what, 20 years? Yep. <laughs> he made the show every year. He just never won. <laughs> but I'd say making the show up there would be like winning a feature anywhere else. Right. So. Oh, and right. then some. Yeah, yeah, for Chuck sure. Chuck, man, thanks, man. Appreciate yep. it. Thank you, no. guys. Have a great night. You too. We'll be back on the front stretch. If you love wings, if you love rings, and all kinds of other tempting things. Great times, great food. Get to Quaker Steak and Lube. Quaker Steak and Lube is the official watering hole of the front stretch and the home of Mav TV, featuring action from the Lucas Oil Late Model Series. Great times, great food. Get to Quaker Steak and Lube. Located on Mid-America Drive in Council Bluffs. We all have that co-worker that runs their mouth off at how great they are. They shot a five under par. 95 mile an hour fastball. Bench press 375, brah. Wouldn't you love to shut them up by schooling them at Joe's Karting? Council Bluffs' premier indoor karting track. Professionally designed so each corner is your opportunity to embarrass your co-worker. Call Buddy for your next company outing at 712-256-5278. Joe's Karting. White knuckle racing just across the river on 20. 23rd Avenue next to AMC 17.